Welcome back to the Couch Potato Show. Uh, this is a special interview um, with Coastal Carolina tight end Isaiah Likely. Isaiah, how are we doing today? Doing real good, my man. Thanks for having me. No problem. Thanks for coming on. Um, so I want to start out. Um, just tell us a little bit about yourself, how you got into football, and uh, just introduce yourself. Um. I'm from Massachusetts. Uh, at first, you know, I was a football and basketball kid. Started playing both of them at a young age, around like four. Uh, came into high school, was about like, was not short at the time, but I was like five nine, five ten, all the way until sophomore year. So I was really a basketball first kid. And then junior year in high school, I just, you know, exploded into football. Knew that was going to be my passion. And uh, transferred to a different school, won my state championship game my senior year, went to Coastal and just been grinding ever since. Hey, Zay, how you doing, man? Uh, I was just wondering, coming out of high school, you were a two-star recruit. Did that ever fuel you at all? Did you see yourself as kind of like the underdog that you wanted to prove everybody wrong? I mean, did you take that with you when you went to Coastal? Oh, uh, you know, like, I don't say, like, my two-star really fueled me. It was really uh, about – where I came from, like Massachusetts is really like uh, overlooked on the whole like football aspect. So like, you know, my school, like indefinitely, we had a bunch of dogs at my school. Like we have players all around power five right now that like are showing up for their team. So, you know, my school is definitely known, but like, you know, when I got to calls, them being like, Oh, you're from Mass. Like you don't know really like anything about football. It's just, that was fueled more than just being a two star. What made you pick, uh, Coastal, I mean, coming from Massachusetts, we saw you had offers also from uh, Boston College. So what made you pick Coastal? Uh, me picking Coastal really came down to um, my visit. Because uh, with with other colleges, it was more like they were on the whole, you know, show me around, show me like what football would be like. But Coastal showed me like how they could like not only change my life as in, uh, in football aspect, but I like how they can change my family life and how they can make me more of a man, even if football doesn't work after college. So, like, that was a whole big aspect of me and my family's decision on where I wanted to go. And then the whole, like, brotherhood and family that they, like, uh, like showed that they was really about on my uh, visit, that came in a real big aspect. And then just the the guys that were there, guys that showed me a great time. That's awesome. Yeah, so – how long exactly did it take you to really like fully understand what in the hell a Chanticleer was? Because I mean, if I still like don't know what like what exactly. Yeah, we had to Google it, man. We didn't we didn't know. <laughs> I'm not even gonna lie to y'all. Technically, I'm like 65, 70% sure what a Chanticleer is. <laughs> Listen, man, if you want to know, I can tell you what it, what the Google definition is. Yeah, go ahead, spit it out. Like uh, it's like a very aggressive rooster. <laughs> yeah, I looked it up and I was like, "What?" The <laughs> <laughs> Funny, bro. Because <laughs> we, we were sitting here and we were like looking at it, and we were like, just, "And I asked Tyler, I was like, do you even know what this is?'" And I was like, "He was like, no, I have no idea." I'm like, "I definitely don't know." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nah, I, I definitely feel you on that. I, I, to this day, I'm like sixty-five, seventy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, were there any points during uh, before the season that you even doubted that you guys would even play at all because you know COVID and all that stuff, and it was especially for the Sun Belt Conference, the smaller conference is tough. So were there any points uh, that you said uh, there might not even be a season? 
Um, you know, like all of us still had like because that's when like the Big Ten, Pac-12, all of them started canceling. Yeah, exactly. So, so like, you're like, if know, the Big Ten cancels, like, you want to? Yeah. So like when that, so when you know that some Power Five conferences were canceling, you know, like all of us players in the locker room, you know, we we see it, but our coaches still trying to have us keep faith. But like I took our coaches said, like we run basically like we're going to do the same thing the SEC does. So if the SEC does, if the SEC plays, then we going to play. So that's all like us players really worried about. Like we, we had seen conferences canceling, you know, FCS schools. We have seen like power five schools, but we just was like, as long as SCS doesn't cancel, like we're good. We could, we could still show them. Like, Um, so you guys were projected to finish like not, uh, very well. Um, to start the year in the Sun Belt, um, were you guys like aware of like the preseason projections, and was that like fuel for you guys? A hundred percent. You know, all yeah, every poll they had us dead last. Like that's why you'll see us tweet all the time, like uh, yeah. you know, miracle story. You know, pick last in the conference against everybody and come and shock the whole conference. So that definitely was fuel that. And then, you know, like how uh, you guys probably don't know, but uh, we preached 24 because, like, five games of last year, 24 points could have decided us going to a bowl game or not. That's crazy, man. Yeah. Uh, what was it like when you guys were ranked for the first time? Was that kind of like a surreal feeling? Like, you guys were like, oh, crap, we can actually, you know, make some noise. Was that crazy for you? 100%. I mean, being the first historical um, coastal team to be ranked, like, felt like a blessing, like, you finally got to live like a childhood dream of being one of them teams ranked in college football. And like, it definitely was a, like a memorable moment. Never forget it. It's awesome, man. Also, you, you recently uh, had a thousand receiving yards in your career. Was that something you were eyeing as soon as you went to coastal or was that kind of like something else that just for you, like a bonus uh, compared to everything else that you've done already? Yeah. You know, me come, me coming into college, like, I, I definitely have like goals in mind. But, like, definitely when I hit my 1,000 market, it definitely was a great feeling. I, I, I definitely had it going into this season, not indirectly, like, coming into Coastal. So, like, that definitely was a great season. But, like, I just, just want to keep progressing and keep progressing. Um, so I'll, I'm going to dive into the season a little bit more. So uh, week 10, you guys are supposed to play Liberty at home. Uh, college game day crews coming into coming into town. Um and then they have to cancel, and you guys uh, schedule a very quick turnaround BYU game. Um, and I think you guys had only a couple of days to prepare for that. What was what was that like? Because there's not many times that a college football team uh, only has like four days to prepare for an opponent. Uh, that was surreal. I mean, you know, that whole day, like beginning of the day, we were seeing that uh, Liberty was having COVID issues. So, like, we were, you know, like – watching, seeing what Twitter, like, on Twitter, just seeing what they were going, like, what was going to say. So, like, when, when Liberty had said, like, um, they weren't playing, like, we had just, like, there was, there was like, tw- like, rumors on Twitter, like, oh, BYU's coming to Coastal. And, like, all the players, like, uh, like, we didn't get no information about this. So, like, it was, like, late at night. You guys too, right? Yeah. So, like, it was, like, 8, 9 o'clock. Like, we're all just, like, sitting here talking, like, man, like, what, what? Coach, what's the rumors? Like, what's going on? And coach is like, it's not finalized. Like, nothing. I don't know what, like, Twitter's. And, like, soon enough, like, everybody – and then, like, everybody starts talking in the locker room. Like, man, we play – if we play BYU, it's like – it's up. Like, we, we still won a game. Like, it don't matter who we play. So, like, no nobody was really, like – like, football is football. It don't matter who you play. Like, 
everybody at like everybody on the team wanted to play a game that Saturday, no matter who was gonna come to to Conway. Like we was ready to, for anybody to come. And uh, and that Saturday, you guys had uh, the college game day crew, uh, Reese Davis and the boys came to you came down to Conway. Was that like uh, did that change like the the game day experience at all for you guys, or were you were you guys just gone? Um, going about uh, your schedule as normal? Um, I'm not going to say, like, it changed, but it definitely, like, opened a lot of people's eyes because you got to remember, we're still, we like, this is still, like, people's dreams. So, like, obviously, you're going to take in the moment. You're going to, like, have surreal feelings. Like, it, it definitely was, like, eye-opening. Like, yo, college game day is really, like, in front. Like, this is what you've seen as a kid. This is what you've seen, like, Power 5 schools getting. Like, you're actually living in the moment of it. Whether it's Corona or not, like that, that you could say that college game day was at your at your field in your vicinity. So like that definitely was a surreal moment, especially going up against a great BYU opponent. Like it was just everything was just like moving fast, but like you just never wanted it to stop. And then just playing BYU and beating them, it was just like the whole day just came together. Like it was just a surreal feeling. Yeah, that's awesome, man. I know when I was watching, uh, like you guys first played Liberty, and we, and we do we do uh, picks on the show. And we were gonna pick that game. I know Tyler specifically was like really excited for that game, and then it got canceled. And we were like, "Oh, geez, what are we gonna pick?" And then switched to BYU, and we were also super excited for that. So it always just like works out. It's awesome. Yeah, hundred percent. I was. We were all just like amped that we got to play a game Saturday because it's just like, like when we didn't play Troy that whole Saturday, it was just like, bro, like we did not yeah. like that. Like everybody was just like, man. Yeah, you guys are like, you gotta play someone. It doesn't matter who. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I get that. Uh, moving to your postseason stuff now, uh, the Cure Bowl was a couple weeks ago, and that was the first bowl game for Coastal uh, in their history. Was that just like a crazy experience for you guys? Like you had college game day and you had all that, but this is like a postseason now. So does that, was that like a completely different feeling? Uh, it definitely was a different feeling. You know, like uh, being being the first Coastal team to go to a bowl game, like it definitely was a great feeling. You know, it was a sour, sour ending to the season, you know, being 11-1, and one, but like it definitely was a – moment you want to take in just being like the first actual team to do what Coastal's never done. Uh, break us, break us down the, uh, the, how you felt on the sideline uh, in the final seconds of that fourth quarter um, in that game when um, I forget his name, the Liberty running back uh, fumbled at the two yard line. What was that like on the sideline for, for the offense and the boys? Uh, it just felt like the offense really it just gave us a jump start. Like we, because the offense was like we started off slow, we started clicking a lot more to the end. So like we got the ball back. We we was telling coach like if you want to like if you want to do for uh, forty second offense like we can like coach we got this. But you know he said like let's just win overtime. So like we all put our head our heads together, understood what was going in, into overtime, and just try to get the game. Yeah, man, that was that was a crazy end. I know I was watching the game, and uh, like I was, uh, I picked you guys to win, so obviously I was really excited. And, and I was watching the game, and they fumbled the ball, and I was like, "What is going on? This is insane!" And uh, it was just su super fun to watch. It was crazy. But uh, I know I speak for Tyler in this, but I think you guys were snubbed in the New Year's Six Bowl. Do you guys agree with that? And do you think you could have gotten one of those games? Um, you know, being the only 11-0 team at the time, I felt like. We should have had a New Year's Six Bowl, but you can't really, you can't really uh, go against the committee. I mean, a lot, a lot of people understood that we should have had a New Year's Six Bowl, but playing Liberty, that still was one of the most watched college, uh, college bowl games. So, 
it is what it is. Yeah. Do you feel like, do you feel as if uh, the, the, the committee got it right? I mean, I'm, I'm down here and I'm down here in Tuscaloosa right now. I go to school at Alabama and we just played Ohio state last night who only played seven games um, in the regular season and didn't really have a chance in the national championship. And I know you guys did play that a full 11 game schedule. Um, and then there were teams like uh, Cincinnati that maybe didn't play as many. Um, do you feel like the committee got it right? Or do you feel like they could have uh, improved a lot? I mean, like, at the end of the day, it comes down to, like, what the committee feels like the best four teams are going to play, go head-to-head at y'all each year, each matchup. So, like, I mean, you could, you could say what you want about the committee, but, like, their word finally stands. So, like, I'm not going to keep speaking on, you know, how the committee feels. I, I feel like any, if we wanted to play any team that they were going to give us, like, we, we had a shot against any team on this, on that 25 AP roster that they wanted to put us against. We th- felt like we could have the game. So. Um, so you guys had, uh, you guys had a freshman quarterback, Grayson McCall, um, this year. And I mean, he went all, absolutely all for you guys this year. Um, where do you rank him in terms of, uh, the top quarterbacks in the country? And Grayson QB one. I mean, <laughs> as a fre- as a freshman doing what he does, you could, he just he's just so comfortable being back there. He's a leader. He's a competitor. Like Grayson is the quarterback you want to lead your offense. I put Grayson above any quarterback in this nation. That's awesome, man. Uh, see that he has to be like the leadership type in the locker room. You know, uh, great great uh, team. And is he like the guy, your guy in the locker room, or is there other people that lead? Like, are you a leader? Is he the leader? How's it go? Yeah, we, we there's definitely a lot of leaders in the locker room, but like, you, like being a quarterback, like when when it's game time, when it's off, like when offense go out, he got to be the leader. Like he runs the show. Like off offense, like we go off his energy, and Grayson knows that. So that's why you'll never see Grayson get down on himself on on the field. If he has a bad play, he'll just shake it off. Like he's a playmaker. He's a he's a big he's a big play waiting to happen. So he understands that, and he makes sure the offense knows that. Awesome, man. A lot of guys, uh, when you interview football players or basketball players or anybody, any athlete, they say the game slows down a lot when you when you're in the middle of it. Uh, have you ever experienced that? And what's that like for other people that don't really know? 100%. So I feel like the game slows down with more – the more experience you get. So, like, freshman year when I came in, like, I had – like, game was going by fast. Like, true freshman playing. Like, it was just a lot going on, being thrown into the fire. And then, like, last – like, my sophomore year, like it starts slowing down a lot more, started getting a lot more touches, started like seeing the field a lot better, recognizing coverages, being able to block a lot more people. And this year it just slowed down tremendously, just being able to play football the way I play football, just being a baller, going to get the ball, uh, just having fun really and just doing what I do. We've seen uh, we've seen uh, the, the locker room go absolutely crazy this year. Um, Break us, break us down, break down what the um, the post game celebrations were like, and because I mean, I saw uh, when I was watching College Game Day that one weekend, I saw costumes. There was wrestlers. I saw uh, Steve Austin at one time. What was what was going on there? What was go, like going on in the locker room at the time?
really, you just saw all. You you really saw Coastal Carolina football being Coastal Carolina football. Like <laughs> you saw everybody, everybody's personality. Like like it's never a dull moment in our locker room. Like everybody, like Coastal Carolina might ha- like not might. We have the most fun in college football, day in and day out. Like we treat practice like games. Like everybody's everybody's friend. Like all all of us got each other's backs, man. So like. You know, going into tough games, getting tough wins, like whether it's a blowout or whether it's a nail biter, we celebrate the same way every time. With like, no matter what. So that what you guys see on on ESPN calls game, that's just us being us day in and day out. Where did the uh, where did the whole uh, mullet gig come from, and how'd that start? Oh, that's not from the Phoenix, Teddy Gallagher. That's like, that's what we call the Phoenix, that boy yeah. Teddy. That, Teddy that, his, his mullet might be the, the, the best I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, my guy. That's my guy. Um, Coach Chadwell won, uh, won Coach of the Year this year, um, last Thursday. And I know, I know that's a huge honor for, uh, for coaches around around uh, college football around the country, uh, what's what's he been like as a coach? Because um, all I've really seen from him was uh, an interview he did on on College Game Day. So, what's he like, and how is he as a coach? Uh, Chow is a great coach. I mean, I, I've been with Chow for three years. He was freshman year. He's my offense coordinator, so I've been around Chow since I since I came to Coastal, and he's a great guy. Like he he has the best intentions for you. Great personality, great person to talk to. He's funny. <laughs> like he's just he's he, he's not he, he's every like he's everything you want a, a head coach to be. Like he know he knows when it's time to get serious, when it's time. Like he's just a great coach all together, all around. Awesome, man. I got I got one last question for you. What's next for Coastal Carolina football? You guys have all these accolades. You played on college game day. You have a bowl game. You were top fifteen ranked. What's next for you guys? What do you see Coastal Carolina football being in the future? I see us being undefeated. Well, we have, we got a lot, we got a lot to work on. To, you know, to take a step up from last season, and to actually like stop the rumors of this co-champions and this this eleven and one. So we got was twelve games next year. Yeah, about twelve probably. games next year. So yeah, about if, that. I haven't I haven't looked, but probably around. So that. to tune in to twelve. 12 new celebrations next year. <laughs> there you go. Day. Well, uh, we thank you for coming on again. Um, I mean, Coastal Carolina football was easily the funnest team uh, so to watch in sports this year. I mean, it wasn't even close in my mind. Um, and I'm down here celebrating national championship right now. And, uh, yeah. First, first year I was in college football and I was still super excited to watch you guys like every week. It was insane. That's just how special this team was to watch, and I can only imagine what it was like in the locker room at the time. Um, we wish you the best of luck uh, next season um, with the with the Chanticleers, and uh, hopefully uh, we'll see you be uh, playing on Sundays in the future. Appreciate it, my man. Definitely. All right. Thanks, Isaiah. Anytime. Thank you.